Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Today we have this very familiar passage, the parable of the sower. Uh, In this parable, we have one of the best-known gospel texts. Um, And in this parable, the seed, of course, is the Word of God. The sower is God himself. And the soil is a person's heart or soul. To put this parable in context, the Lord Jesus Christ, we are told in Luke 8, 1, is going from one city and village to another, proclaiming and preaching the kingdom of God, and the twelve were with him. One thing that we see in today's gospel is that a person can believe in God for a while and then tragically fall away. Brothers and sisters in Christ, this should be our greatest fear. When we talk about the fear of God, we are not referring to a God who is out to get us. One who is, for, who is looking for any reason to punish us for our sins. Will he judge each one of us one day? Most assuredly, he will. But this dread judgment will be based on whether or not we opened our heart to the healing mercies of God. Did we accept his love, his grace, and his forgiveness by a lifetime of repentance? Repentance is the great cultivator. (laughs) You know, that's the hard part of planting things. Uh, especially if the soil is compacted. You know, it's hard. To break it up is not an easy thing. Uh, To prepare the soil is essential, though. If we don't prepare it properly, uh, nothing's going to grow and yield the fruit that we are seeking. Uh, So repentance is the breaking up of the hardness that can so easily descend in our hearts. The innermost part of your being, the real you, uh, that's where it happens. Uh, Purity of heart, therefore, is an essential condition for our being united to God. To have union and communion with the living God, we must have soft hearts, believing hearts, hearts that uh, have made room for God. If one is to pursue union with God, he or she must first take stock of the condition of their heart. This requires honesty, you know. It requires honesty on our part between us and God. Uh, And the truth of the matter is, because of our fallen human nature, left unattended, uh, our hearts can grow some really ugly things. I'm amazed at my backyard sometimes. Uh, the weeds that come out, come up. Some of them are pretty scary looking. I don't know what they are. I couldn't begin to give a name to them. But just if I just leave it alone, uh, over the course of time, those weeds will absolutely take over. And so Janet and I love to go out there and clear weeds. <laughs> uh, I say that sarcastically because uh, it's a lot of work. And the same is true when we talk about our hearts being cultivated, our hearts being uh, softened uh, so that the Word of God can dwell there and produce good fruit. And this is another thing about planting. 
You know, you have to have a view to the future. You have to have a sense of hope, a sense of anticipation. Uh, you know, as you're planting those seeds, you're thinking, gosh, you know, it's just a little seed and a little pile of dirt. And, uh, you know, I'll put a little water on it, but gosh, I still, is it going to make it? And mostly, most of the time it will make it if you prepare the soil correctly. Uh, the same is true in our relationship with our Lord. That relationship takes place in the heart, and we must tend uh, the heart. We must tend that soil so that the Word of God can bring forth good fruit. <clears throat> in the parable of the sower, the Lord Jesus describes four types of soil or heart. Uh, first, he, sometimes the seed falls by the side of the road, but uh, passers-by tread on it and the birds eat it. Uh, thus those who are at the roadside receive the word, but the devil comes along and takes it, uh, uh, takes it out of their heart. Secondly, the seed falls on a, on a rock, and from lack of moisture dries up and withers. Uh, thus those who receive the word with joy, but have no roots, lose what they had received when temptation comes along. Thirdly, sometimes the word falls among thorns and the thorns choke it and the world's cares and riches and pleasures suffocate the word of God which had begun to take root in our hearts. And finally, sometimes the word falls on good ground and it produces a hundredfold. Thus it is with those who have received the word of God with a sincere heart and cling to it with patience and perseverance. And patience and perseverance and hard work are part of working your salvation out in fear and trembling. It's not always going to be an easy ride. But if, you know, the old adage, my old junior high motto, which you, is a very familiar, worn out uh, phrase, where there's a will, there's a way. If we have the will, that's where we that's, what, that's our part in this thing. Our will, our, our willingness to trust that God is working, to anticipate that there will be good fruit because of my labors. Uh, but even beyond that, in, in, a, in a higher plane in that relationship, is because I am appreciative. And I love God. I'm appreciative, appreciative to Him for what He's done in my life. And I love Him. That, is, that should be our goal. My friends, that should be our goal. Is to learn to love God. Not just obey Him because He will help us. <laughs> I mean, that's part of it. Certainly, that's part of it. But that relationship, he wants us to be friends. He wants us to be his friends. He wants to live his life in us. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, so let us work on these things. Let us uh, tend to our hearts, uh, being careful where we cast our affections being careful how we walk in this fallen world, being careful how we respond or react 
to the, the fears and uh, the hysteria that are in our, in our world today. These things have always been around, and they're no different now than they were in previous generations. But God is still God, and He is over it, and He is working in the midst of all of these things. So if we have a good heart, we can endure anything. So let us attend. Let us be careful. Let us uh, be vigilant. And let us examine ourselves on a frequent basis to determine if there's anything there that needs to go. And one essential tool for this is the sacrament of penance and confession. And that is not just for super spiritual people. That is for every single person that is an Orthodox Christian. And to turn your back on that is to turn your back on the grace of God. So let me urge you to take advantage of the, that grand opportunity to work on your heart, to stay close to God, and to repent from your sins. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. One God. Amen.